Hey guys, Joubert Abraham here from AGM. I'm excited today. I gotta tell you, I'm super excited. I met this guy through a good friend of mine um, and we hit it off. So we had dinner and a year or so later, he ended up sitting down with me and chat on a podcast. Amazing conversation. This guy is a national chess master, so check it out. Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Jules Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Hello, everyone. This is Jules Abraham. Welcome to Small Biz Tips Podcast. I am here with a master today guys i am here with the national chess master evan rabin how are you brother <laughs> i am doing great thank you so much for having me on and i want to thank our mutual friend mike papa pavlo the owner yes. of the star guy guru uh wow. for making this making this possible i love mike man mike is awesome <laughs> absolutely so let's want to get this thing rolling, right? I, we, we all know that you're a national chess master, but tell us about you. You know, how'd you get started and how'd you start with the business Premier Chess? So I am a national chess master. As you said, I made master when I was 20, started playing wow. chess when I was seven uh, at the Churchill School. My brother and my dad taught me how, and I quickly joined the program that Women's International Masters when I was Kennedy was running and pretty much never looked back. Two months after I learned how to move the pieces, I played my first tournament. Uh, a month after that, I went to the Nationals in Peoria, wow. Illinois, uh, which was an absolute tremendous uh, experience. Um, and from there, just kept playing pretty consistently, had a couple uh, private awesome. coaches. Um, actually wrote a blog post recently uh, called Gratitude to Coaches, <laughs> uh, which you could uh, you know, take a look at. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I basically, you know, worked in corporate America, was at mm-hmm. Oracle for three years and wrapped seven for a year and pretty much just decided that, uh, why not, uh, you know, do chess, you know, as, as, as a business, you know, so That's what amazing. I love. Now and, I got, I got so many questions for you here, right? You started when you were seven, so you became a master in 13 years. How disciplined you had to be, how many tournaments you had to go to, how many coaches, you needed to get to that level because that's yeah that's, well i i, I want to say a couple of things i mean maybe this is me being modest here you know <laughs> but i i see kids these days making master you know their first two years of play hmm. uh you know one kid that comes to mind uh, by the way not one of our students actually one of uh icn students mm-hmm. uh you know tani he you know was actually a homeless kid that went from you know complete beginner to wow you know, two years later, almost master, he won the New York State Championships. That's uh, awesome. you know, had his family out of homelessness. So, um, you know, I just want to say that, you know, like it definitely doesn't have to take 13 years. But yeah, yeah it definitely took, uh, you know, obviously a lot of work, uh, you know, a lot of coaching. Uh, most recently with Grandmaster Leonidi Dawson, who uh, oh. at his peak was seventh in the world and a world championship <laughs> candidate. And, uh, Hassan and I are actually currently starting to write a book together. Um, Congrats! Another, uh, you know, project. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it, it, I would say the the biggest thing um, is uh, just playing a lot. 
Um, mm. You know, it, it's definitely important to read, um, you know, learn openings, um, work with the coach. Uh, but actually what surprises a lot of people is I've read very few chess books. Really? I've read, uh, huh. you know, less than five books probably cover to cover. Uh, uh, but, you know, I played in 950 tournaments. And, you know, there we go. A lot of practice. It's like business, right? <laughs> you get better the more you do it. So you, you started the company a few years back. Tell us more about that, because I think it's genius that, you know, you have Premier Chess where, where you're teaching uh, kids and uh, companies, right? So that's a pretty interesting dynamics. Tell me more about that. How did you get started with the business? Yeah, so we do love teaching business and life skills, of course, through the game. Mm. So, you know, we do actually, uh, you know, a lot of work um, building, uh, you know, people's critical thinking skills and judgment training uh, in a lot of variety of ways, you know, from school programs to mm -hmm. corporate classes. We've done some work with Citigroup and law firm, Kramer Levin, a couple other, uh, you know, major companies as well. We're also working on a lot of big, big, big projects right now with a, a couple of different companies and uh, you know, artists, and, nice. yeah. uh, you know, some, some great things. And uh, yeah, you know, we, 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 we love uh, just continually, you know, working and, uh, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, our students, are learning you know, as much as possible about you know business and life. Uh, That's awesome. So I'm curious, right? I can understand companies hiring you as as a retention strategy. They want to bring something different to their team, right? What what other reason would you say that companies hire you? I mean, you work with law firms, PE firms, and yeah, so. Um, I, I certainly agree. Um, you know, I've actually talked to our main contact at, at Kramer Levin uh, several times about this. And one of the main reasons they actually hire us, uh, you know, is because they do struggle a little bit with retention. Mm -hmm. uh, there are uh, obviously a lot of other, you know, top-notch law firms, uh, you know, in the country. Uh, and in the city, and uh, you know, chess is one of their ways of you know giving their employees something to do, and uh, you know, making them happy, and you know, wanting them to you know, continue working for the firm. So, how many instructors you have? Because you you guys are what eighty plus plus companies. So yep. So we currently have forty eight instructors on the team. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, we're 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 constantly growing. Um, that's you know, that's all over been. the country, or. All over the country. With COVID, I'm assuming, you know, a lot of uh, everything is done via Zoom, I'm assuming now, right? Uh, for the most part, we do have a couple uh, private students mm -hmm. uh, here and there uh, learning in, in person. But uh, yeah, large majority of everything. So I, I, another question, I'm getting so many questions that comes to mind here, right? Uh, there's been a, a big surge in, in chess playing lately because of that big movie that, yeah, <laughs> the, the movie, right? I love the movie because I played chess when I was in high school. I was part of the chess club and I love to play chess. My family, we all play chess. So it's our way to entertain ourselves. 
So right. I'm curious, how that movie impacted your business? I mean, what have so you So it's impacted us quite a bit. Um, <laughs> we were actually featured by Dylan McLean the other day in the New York Times. Congratulations. Uh, in an article, uh, you know, about basically the Queen's Gambit encouraging more women uh, to be mm-hmm. in chefs. Um, our virtual classes went up 50%. Wow. And we've had more women than ever in a lot of our classes. <laughs> Uh, you know, one of the three sections of our youth novice class, uh, we actually have a majority of women mm. uh, in it. Um, you know, one person who comes to mind, I know in our adult uh, beginner class, uh, Stacy Jacobs, a good friend and colleague, uh, an immigration attorney, uh, right. actually, um, you know, they, they just said, look, this is a better time than ever to, you know, start learning, uh, you know, something new. And um, yeah, she's been, uh, you know, doing it now how do these people find you beside the publications and the posts and i get your emails every week so you know how how do you like what's your marketing look like i mean you have 48 plus instructors you have 80 plus schools you you have a a machine running right so i'm curious and i'm sure a bunch of business owners curious is how do you market yourself how does that structure work and you know what has been one of your biggest challenges this year with covid yeah, so marketing wise, uh, you know, we definitely do a lot. Uh, you know, as you said, you do get our newsletter um, often. Uh, and by the way, you might have also seen, you know, look, in the past we did one a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're doing two to three a week. Yeah, That's I true. noticed. <laughs> uh, you know, we, 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 which, by the way, is, you know, a, a little bit crazy. Uh, and I'll be honest, you know, it's, a, it's you know, I'm not even gonna lie, like, you know, on the borderline yeah. intrusive, you know, to some people's like emails. Uh, but at the same time, and I think as a business coach and a marketing coach, you could, you know, certainly relate to this. Mm-hmm. As long as you're giving value, that's what matters. Yeah. I, I could I could send people emails seven times seven times a week and mm-hmm. provide a lot of value. Um, so every single newsletter that we have, uh, you know, we're providing podcast links, we're providing you know, blog posts, we're talking yeah. about new workshops that we're doing. Uh, we're talking about how we could give back to nonprofit. Nice. Uh, you know, later this week, we're going to have a newsletter about our annual Africa trip, mm. uh, you know, where we bring a team of high school and college students, uh, you know, to Africa. Nice. Right. And by the way, what country? Course, you know, down below, we'll also have, you know, the link to our camp and other stuff. Um, but the truth is, you know, look, we're, we're giving back. Uh, yeah. know, Friday, I'm recording a podcast episode with my dear friend, uh, Teresa Grant, the owner uh, and director of, of Make a Difference Now. Um, we're going to be you know, focusing on the trip. So, um, yeah, but the point is, uh, so yeah, direct marketing is, is, is very big. Our newsletter, um, we started to get a lot more traction via Google and the website. Nice. Um, so over the what, last few days, I've gotten you know, several cold inquiries from major companies. That's awesome. Now, us online. I'm curious, right? You have all this amazing activity. And what has been one of your biggest challenges this year? Because a lot of business owners are going through these challenges, right? Yeah, so the biggest challenge is with our school programs and how to keep them engaged. Mm. Um, right now, um, Honestly, yeah, like some of our school programs are going very well uh, virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, look, uh, usually, like last year, you know, school programs made up 
85% of our revenue this year, I would say that's probably like 40% of our revenue. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, you know, look, a, a lot of them, you know, for better or for worse, honestly decided not to, you know, really do things virtually, um, you know, partially, you know, look, kids are, you know, on Zoom all day. So, you know, <laughs> even one extra hour a week, you know, on Zoom, uh, you know, is substantial. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, the point is, um, my business coach, Richard Pierce, likes yeah. to say the quote, uh, you know, it's not the economy, it's your economy. Mm. Uh, so, you know, for that reason, you know, we've just been constantly adapting. Uh, you know, back in March, um, you know, it was a little bit of a win game for a week or yeah. two. Uh, but, you know, look, the, the, literally, like, the first school that shut down, we had a conversation with uh, you know, uh, a, a very good, uh, you know, programmer, uh, you know, seeing how we could, you know, do things online. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it took a while, you know, one of our instructors in particular, actually Brian Wilmeth, who's also a programmer, uh, kind of de facto became a director of virtual programs. Because mm-hmm. um, he was actually like, our first instructor to be doing it. Um, and, and, and it worked well. Uh, but at the same time, again, you know, it was definitely a little bit of a challenge. Uh, but because of that, you know, we decided, you know what, we're going to do the public virtual group classes. Yeah. So it's um, finding solutions to these challenges to make it work for everyone. I love that. Well, there's a way. Yeah, I agree 100%. That takes me to my next question, right? When there's a will, there's a way. So what has been your biggest win this year? Uh, my biggest win? Um you know, I'm, I'm going to go say, you know, PR was getting into the New York Times. Nice. Um, Congrats. You know, and, uh, and, and just, you know, talking about how, how we're growing. Um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 we did actually send out a newsletter yesterday. We made it to the New York Times. I saw that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, by far, it was our biggest, like, open rate and click-through rate and you know, all that. And, uh, you know, I think it's just uh, – really a symbol of everything else, but, uh, you know, it's, it's assurance that, uh, you know, we're moving forward. Uh, and this is something Max and I, uh, you know, talked about on the podcast episode this morning uh, as well, um, that, uh, you know, look, we're, we're, we're moving forward. Um, you know, it, it's a lot more under your control than, yeah. you know, you, you could think of. Um, I remember I had a networking meeting a couple months ago with a friend who, Know, the electrical contractor, and, mm-hmm. you know, he actually mentioned to me that, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, he used to do, you know, some, some more tutoring, uh, and it was, like, kind of paying well for him, mm-hmm. you know, and I said, I explained to him, like, look, your other business is not, you know, doing that well, uh, you know, why don't you, you know, mm-hmm. stress start tutoring again, you know, I even, people saw the time in the parent groups, you know, computers, I'd be happy to recommend it, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> contracting is my thing now. Uh, well, I'm like, oh, like, honestly, that's that's bad right now. People are not in their offices. Like, it, yeah. it's not. Yeah, there's a need, but not nearly as much as before. But you know, tutoring, there's even more of a need. Uh, but like, quite frankly, we're not willing to adapt. Um, yeah. So you know, yeah, like one lesson you. that I've learned too is just you know constantly you know move forward. Uh, there, there, there's always some sort of way that you could continue being successful. Uh, you I just got to find it. <laughs> yeah, I agree hundred percent. You know, what, what would you say you value the most about what you do right now? 
Um, I would say the biggest thing is just being able to really talk to all different types of people and figure out how we can help them. Mm. Um, you know, very often, if there's one challenge I actually often have when I'm networking is people say, oh, I love what you do. But, you know, honestly, I, I don't know any people right now that, you know, express that they're interested in chess. Mm. Um, actually, a little bit more so now, of course, with Green Gambit, but still, right? Like people, you know, it's true, right? But, you know, before you met me, you know, how many people did, you know, you talked to that were like, oh, wow, we're, you know, really interested in chess. But we have to actually explain to them that, you know, we're, we're not a chess company in many ways. Uh, right, we're a, a consulting company. We are a, a coaching company that uses chess as a lens to constantly um, improve. Wow. Wow. I, I love what you said here because it, it's you using chess as, as a vehicle to help people think better and strategize better. Right, so you're looking at an attorney. They they gotta literally, uh, you know, they got court cases and so forth, and they gotta think fast on their feet. So by taking your chess class, they're not only learning chess, but they're learning how to think strategically. Right. Absolutely. That's amazing. Um, so, what is one tip that you would like to share with business owners, listeners that we have, uh, that can help them in their business? Um, I definitely sort of alluded to this before, but really the biggest tip is just remember, right? And, and this is something that, again, I've, I've learned from Richard Pierce. It's your economy. It's not the economy. Um, you know, don't make assumptions, right? I've seen this all the time. Um, you know, and, and by the way, like the same thing in real estate, yeah, you know, I've, I've heard from, you know, like in, in, as a very active networker, I know a lot of real estate brokers, Yeah, you know, and over the last few months, I've actually heard a lot of real estate brokers tell me, oh yeah, it's very, very difficult, you know, especially back in the spring when they couldn't fill apartments, uh -huh. uh, you know, there's not much I could do. You know, I actually have one broker in particular tell me at one point, oh yeah, I'm not allowed to market myself now. What? You know, when really, like literally the same day, that morning, I saw another friend post, closing a deal. <laughs> oh, my God, I, 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 I closed this massive deal. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I'll be honest, you know, when, when I heard that person tell me she couldn't market herself, that actually got me to not really want to promote her as much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because it, it meant that, you know, she wasn't like as hungry. Um, and it's the same thing with other chess companies now. You know, I, I do know some chess companies that are not doing anything right now, uh -huh. you know, or, or very, very, very little. You know, I, I had, I honestly kind of internally was laughing at a friend like two weeks ago when he said, oh, yeah, I need to figure out how I can teach chess on Zoom. <laughs> you know, and I was like, wait a minute. Over the summer, we had over 200 kids in our virtual in our virtual summer camp. Mm. You know, we've you know through our school program and virtual classes, and you know a couple of weeks ago we did a I think 80 Brandeis alumni online. Um, you know, we we 
certainly caught over a thousand people virtually. Yeah. In March. So, and, and, and a lot more. So, <laughs> I like, you know, so like for me, that was just like, like kind of crazy, to be honest. Um, you know, that he was like just asking me for help. Um, you know, back in March, yeah, like I yeah. was asking others for help, and other people were asking me for help. And, um, and, I, and I thought, by the way, it was actually really, really cool, actually. It was a great way for the test community to get together. Mm -hmm. um, I remember last March, or maybe into April, um, actually, a great chess coach out of California, Jay Stallings, did a, basically a, a free Zoom training. Mm -hmm. uh, for like chess instructors around the country, you know, on how to teach remotely on Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, and at that point, I was already teaching myself, but, um, you know, I definitely got some additional ideas, uh, you know, on there. So, um, yeah, you know, I think, you know, awesome, don't, don't make any assumptions. Yes, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's a challenging time. You know, I'm not going to get into, you know, our, our numbers, you know, publicly on a podcast, but you know, I'll be, I'll be frank, you know, it's not the best they've ever been before. Uh, but, you know, we, we, we're we trucking along, we're, we're moving. Um, you know, we're working again on some very, very big projects now that will be released uh, pretty soon. <laughs> That's awesome. So I love that you said it's not the economy, it's your economy. And that's a mindset that any entrepreneur should have if they want to go through anything, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on. It's really what you can control. So how do people get in touch with you? If they want to take a chess class, if they want to, you know, talk to you more about what you're doing in the space, how do they get in contact with you? Yeah, thank you so much. And thank you again, uh, Gilbert, for this amazing opportunity. You know, I really do uh, love any time to, you know, certainly talk about our business and what we do and you know, more importantly, how we could, you know, help other entrepreneurs uh, in, in, in companies and, and influence others. So, um, yeah, if anyone wants to learn more, uh, we do have a lot going on from corporate classes, to school programs, uh, to public group classes for all ages and skill levels. Um, you know, and, and I mean all ages. Uh, nice. We have nine classes for kids, five for adults, and one for seniors. So that's awesome. Um, and, and then, of course, we do a lot of private lessons as well. Um, so, yeah, if anyone wants to you know, be in touch, uh, please do check out our website, of course, premierchess.com. You could also find our Twitch channel where we do a lot of live lessons and commentary. Huh. Uh, that is twitch.tv slash premierchess. Or, of course, you could also email evan at premierchess.com or call 917-776-1306. And we would absolutely love to hear from you. Fantastic. Evan Rabin, everyone, a national chess master with Premier Chess. Thank you, sir, for your time. This was awesome. Guys, it's not the economy, it's your economy. Have an amazing day. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.